It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. For those of you that have been following me for a while, know that I have not had a fresh new episode of this show in a while. It's been almost three months, and there was a very good reason for that. I was sick in uh, uh, mid to late January for a while. I ended up in the hospital for 14 days. I had the flu and pneumonia at the same time. I was in the emergency room for six hours. I got put in ICU for eight days and then was transferred to a regular room for six days after that. So I had a 14-day stay in the hospital. And I was on full oxygen the whole time. And then I was sent home to recover for three more weeks with supplemental oxygen as well. So I had some breathing and respiratory issues. Uh, I'll tell the longer version of that story on a future episode. But let me share with you some really important things that I learned during this particular time. I had a couple of guests who were previously on my show who were both in the hospital with life-threatening situations. And uh, it's no small coincidence that I listened to both of those shows the week before I ended up in the hospital. It gave me things to think about. But both of these guests, Hal Elrod and Matt Jones, both uh, gave themselves a really big goal. They gave themselves something extremely important, bigger than themselves to look forward to. And that really got them through it. And I'm so glad in the hospital I wasn't really fully aware of how absolutely serious that this was. Everyone in the hospital spoke positivity and, and healing and comfort toward me, which was really great because that's what you should be doing in a hospital. But here are three things that I learned or had reaffirmed for me, and I think there's silver lining in everything that happens. So if you have experienced anything like that and came through it, just know that you are an absolute champion because Unfortunately, not everyone lives through something like that, so consider yourself very fortunate. Number one, take absolutely nothing for granted at all. Appreciate everything. Appreciate the fact that you have a roof over your head. Appreciate the fact that you can breathe because I was having problems breathing normally for a good long time. Appreciate the fact that you have food on your table. Appreciate the fact that you have people in your life that really do love and care about you a lot. Number two, go for your dreams because you just never know when your last day is going to be. And that is so critical because there's a real tendency for us to procrastinate and only do the things that are fun or comfortable. But that's not really how you get ahead in life. You need to be willing to do something that terrifies you a little bit on a regular basis in order to stretch and grow and be more than who you currently are. Just go for it because you don't know if tomorrow's coming or not. In fact, um, there was a story in the local news here in the Phoenix area that there was a, a personal trainer in his 20s who also was very, very sick at the same time I was in the same hospital. 
And I just got to thinking, boy, if something like this can happen to someone that healthy and vibrant, it can happen to anyone. Fortunately, he was able to go home after a period of time, a couple of weeks, I believe. But boy, just go, just go for it because you just don't know when your last day is going to be. And finally, number three, be aggressively grateful for everything. While I was in the hospital, my parents were in Arizona for the winter anyway. So they spent their days with me in the hospital. And I was so grateful that I didn't have to go through this alone. And I found out much later that a lot of friends and family and even people that I didn't even know were praying over me, thinking about me, sending me positive vibes and great energy. And it was just really humbling to hear about all of this as my healing continued. In fact, when I got home from the hospital, I posted a status on Facebook that said, here's what's been happening to me in case you've noticed I haven't been around for a while. I had over 100 likes on that status and I had about a hundred comments on that status so it just really proved to me that there are people out there who really do care and just know that that's the same for you whether you feel like it or not um, love doesn't depend on whether you feel like it or not it's it's there and people really do care so just know that so again take nothing for granted go for your dreams be aggressively grateful for absolutely everything in life you will be so glad you did and with all this in mind, I do want to finally introduce my guest today. Uh, let me give you the call-in number in case you would like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519, some of America's most troubled youth. He's a first-hand witness to the devastation caused by the most common and destructive teen issues. He grew up in Pueblo, Colorado, which is rated the number one city in America for teen pregnancy and teen suicides. But Mike... Uh, beat the odds. However, after losing numerous friends to suicide academic, uh, dealing with teen depression, self-esteem, and trouble in school, he took action. And today, Mike Moreno travels the nation and is one of America's finest young speakers and mentors who regularly gives talks to hundreds of youth organizations each year, sharing this invaluable and relevant knowledge, instant, and personal experiences. Mike Moreno will leave your teen transformed, inspired, and equipped with the tools necessary to not only succeed and live a great life, but to have an intense desire to do so. We will discuss all of this and so much more in today's show. And with all this in mind, here is my very special guest, Mike Moreno. Mike, are you there? Yep, Brian, I'm here. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. It's glad to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much for just asking me to, to, to be on the show. I'm super excited. That's wonderful. The first question that I ask everyone who's on my show is tell us a little bit about your background and your backstory. Where did you start and how did you get to where you are right now? Well, you know, I, uh, so yeah, like you said, I grew up in Pueblo, Colorado. I, uh, went to Pueblo County High School and that's kind of where it all started. <laughs> I was, uh, man, I was really involved in sports. Uh, I played football. You know, I played a little bit of basketball, a little bit of wrestling. Uh, I was very, very, very involved in my high school. You know, and I had a lot of great friends. And, you know, my friends and I, we hung out a lot together and, you know, we did a lot of fun things and, uh, you know, one day on on uh, December fifth, I got a I got a phone call, and and this phone call, uh, I I didn't know that uh, that this one phone call would change my entire life, uh, completely. And and this phone call was to inform me that one of my best friends just committed suicide. Wow. You know, and being sixteen, seventeen years old, I had no idea what that was. You know, I heard people. Uh, you know, I heard of what the word was, but I didn't know what it what it really meant, how it how it affected people. You know, and plus, young people don't die. You know, we all have this Superman syndrome at sixteen, seventeen, where uh, 
where you know where we're where we're supermen where we can't do uh where we can't get hurt we can't do nothing that that won't harm us and you know so so that one phone call changed my life and so you know december 5th uh back when i was a, a sophomore in uh in high school really changed my life and the thing is you know what i i learned from all this i've learned that um that you can overcome no matter what uh, what the outcome is. And also too, you know, and, and I just didn't lose one friend. I lost multiple friends to suicide. And then I lost another two friends, one to murder and one to drowning. So essentially I lost five friends all in a matter of a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, I, you know, people handle things differently. Me, I, what I did was to, to cope with the pain, cope with the hurting, cope with the anxiety and cope with the, uh, depression you know i had to start filling my life uh cuz there was a void in my life a void in my life anytime someone loses someone uh you know there's a void there's a hurt there's a pain well you know some people turn to um seeking help some people turn to um other friends and family and you know i i turned i turned to all the wrong things i turned to this guy named jack daniels i turned to this girl named mary jane um, I, I turned to all all of these worldly things to start feeling uh, feeling this hurt and pain. So I was drinking a lot. I was you know I was doing some drugs and you know I was lying to my parents. I was drinking and driving, and and you know what it 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 started taking a toll on my life. Um, I didn't think so because you know um, you know that high that buzz it lasts for a while. But the thing is, you know what? The next morning you wake up. And that hurt, that pain, that depression, that anxiety is still there. And so what I had to do is there's a very there's a very special time in my life where you know I I decided to 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 make a difference. And and that and that came from me deciding to uh, to take my own life. I I made a I made my own plan of uh, you know committing suicide just because I was like you know what maybe my friends did have a right maybe. Man, maybe all my friends had it right where, you know what, this life is not worth living and hey, the heck with it. Who cares? And so as as I was sitting there um, deciding to take my life that uh, one night in, in my bedroom, I was, you know, I sat down and I I started thinking, how did I get here? Oh my gosh, how did I get here? Mike, how did you get here? Man, you had all, you had all these great things going for you. You know, everyone liked you. Um you know, you were, you were such a happy kid and, and now you're wanting to take your own life. And, and I realized this, I realized all the simple, small choices I was making in life was leading me to that ultimate decision, that ultimate decision to, to, to take your life or, or to live, you know, the ultimate choice between life and death. And I know that each and every single one of us has, has faced some type of decision like that or has thought of that. And, you know, Thousands upon millions of teens out there each and every day are think are making that ultimate choice between life and death. You know, every 18 seconds there's a suicide, and so at that point in time yeah. in my life, uh, at that point in time in my life, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to be another statistic in life. I'm not going to be another person um, who, who decided to take their own life. And so what the, so what I did with that is I I took the focus off myself and started putting it on other people. Starting started to put it put that focus on other teens because all the people that I was hanging out with, they were going through the same problems. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing what I'm doing. Well, if I'm having these thoughts, they're probably having these thoughts. And so, you know, I just decided to take the focus off myself 
and uh, started helping out, uh, starting to help out other people. Yeah. That's great. Well, gosh, that is a really interesting backstory, and we're going to explore what you did to turn your life around. We are coming up on our break, and uh, my very special guest this week is Mike Moreno. He is a now a youth speaker and an author, and we are going to talk about all of those things. When we come back from, I'm so glad to be back, and I'm so glad that you're here listening to the show with me. Uh, this is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Lots more great stuff to come. Be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Spirituality and wealth, are you keeping them separate? On the Spiritual and Wealthy Show, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, Deborah Atien Wilson, known as the Intuitive Spiritual and Wealth Coach, enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy, when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show for Deborah's playful, practical bottom line, cutting-edge wisdom to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. What does prosperity mean to you? How do you feel about being wealthy? Deborah's spiritual and wealthy show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic, and tell it like it is trademark radio style. Heard every Wednesday here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And my special guest this week is Mike Moreno, youth speaker out of Bubble, Colorado. And we're going to uh, uh, give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and talk to Mike, uh, participate in this discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And we have a caller on the line. Sherry, are you there? I am here. Thank you for opening up the line. 
Hey, you're very welcome. What is your question or your comment today? Actually, I just have a comment, Mike. Uh, this is Sherry Whitehouse. I just wanted to call. First of all, Brian, uh, this is so awesome that you are giving this a platform. Uh, so many people want to shy away from this subject. And, Mike, you know I am a huge fan of yours. I connected with Mike probably a couple months ago. And I'm telling you, there is nothing that I love more than to, to watch the youth come up and represent and make a difference and, and do something um that, that is truly going to change the world. So really my comment is just kudos to you, Mike, and keep stepping. Hey, Sherry, thank you so much. That that really means a lot. Thank you. All You're right. Well, thank, and thank you, Brian. Like I said, thank you for the platform. All right. Well, thank you, Sherry, for calling in. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for the call. And if anybody else wants to call in, that's 8 so, Mike, you have written a book. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I uh, actually just got done writing my first book. Uh, I'm at the age of 21, and, uh, you know, and so I, I just don't talk about teen issues. Um, you know, so, I, of course, I talk about the whole uh, spectrum of teen issues, such as leadership, um, you know, uh, self-acceptance, accepting yourself, being accepted, uh, you know, all that stuff. But also, too, um, I'm also a college student. And, um, you know, so I, I travel and speak and go to college at the same time. And, uh, you know what, it's, it, it's a challenge, but I love challenges. So what I was, so I just wrote my first book, like I was saying, and it's called how to survive college without starving to death. And because as a college student myself, um, and seeing other college students and experience the, and experiencing the college life, such as a lot of people have, um, college kids want more money. I mean, I mean, would you agree or disagree? That sounds reasonable to me. I mean, okay, because now, I mean, so I, I go up to CSU, uh, Colorado State University, uh, Pueblo here, and you know, my freshman year to my junior year, watching the way I spent money, learning how, uh, uh, learning the the other uh, the other aspects. Of, I mean, about money, seeing how other people spent their money, I learned that college students one are flat broke. And two, they want more money. And sometimes they don't know how to, you know, they, some of them have jobs. Uh, some of them work and, you know, some of them get money from their parents and, you know, all that's good. But the thing is, they don't know how, they don't know how to keep it. You know, all their money is coming in, but it's come, it's going out just as fast as it's coming in. So I wrote this book and this book is money saving tips for college students on how to have less stress, more fun and more money while still in college. That is fantastic. That's fantastic. So uh, you you learned about these things and turned your life around financially, and then you decided to write about it, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, so a quick background. So I was living at my parents' house my freshman year uh, of college. You know, it was great because I didn't have to worry about a, a lot of things. You know, I had you know three meals a day. You know, my mom and dad cooked for me. My mom washed my uh, clothes for me because there's nothing like a fresh pair of, uh, of of underwear for you when you wake up in the morning. And uh, so, you know, I, I had all that going for me. And so, you know, as, as a college student and as college students, we think we know everything, right? Right. Well, I decided to move out and put my big boy pants on. And uh, and so I, I moved out for the first time and I, and I really realized that, wow, I cannot do this on my own. Wow. 
I need to watch how I spend my money. And so, you know, uh, I moved out and I was living above a gym um, down down here in uh, in Pueblo. And I was living above a gym with two guys in a one-bedroom apartment. And, you know, I was having the time of my life uh, because I had my freedom and I had everything, you know, every college student wants at, at some point in time in life. But then I realized that I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to pay rent. I have to pay utilities. I have to put gas in my truck. What am I going to eat for dinner? Well, mm-hmm. as as a you know, as a college student, and every college student can relate to me, it was ramen noodles and uh, and frozen pizza for me. So I, I took my experiences and put put a, put them in this book to teach college students not to make the same mistakes I did and how to have more money in college. Mm. Wow, that's that's really great. So you also speak about this. Uh, like you alluded to earlier, you go all around the country, you stay fairly close to home. No, no, I, uh, I travel all across the nation. Um, I mean, I, I speak in, you know, uh, middle schools, high schools, colleges and churches. That's fantastic. That's really great. And I know that, you know, as a youth speaker, there are a lot of other things that you also talk about. And you alluded to a struggle with depression when you were younger. Mm-hmm. So is that yeah. one thing that you wrote about in your book, too, or is that something you, you talk about in your talks, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, didn't write, I didn't write about that in, in my book. Uh, the, the book is specifically for college students and, and how to have more money, less stress, and more fun. Um, but, mm-hmm. but when I go to a, a youth event or a college and speaking, um, I, always, I, tie everything, I tie everything to, uh, together. So, you know, most speakers – uh, speak about one specific thing, such as leadership, or you know, or, or motivation, um, or, or something along the lines of that. They have one thing. Well, well, with me, and, and what's kind of crazy about it is, you get all of that in, in one package. So, um, so whether it's leadership, uh, self self acceptance, um, self image, uh, uh, also anxiety. Uh, suicidal thoughts and and motivation. So I talk about all that stuff and I incorporate it in into that into that one talk. But you know, if if someone's looking for one specific talk or for a keynote on leadership, then I'll then I will just do you know leadership. That's that's wonderful. So when when you talk about depression, I want to stay on this for a second because sure. Um, when I was when I was younger, I went through some of that too. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people do. I mean, even even as a, some people go through this, but you think more about young people going through this. And I, I tell me what you think uh, is the root of that. Is it that, you, in your opinion, do you believe it's because people haven't really accepted who they are, or they don't know who they are, or they just feel lost and trying to fit in? What do you think are some of the root causes of some of this? You, you know, that's a great question, and, and you know, people ask me that all the time, and. And the thing is, and I think, and I solely see the root, uh, the root cause of it is, is our society. Our society is changing daily. Um, you know, people are changing. Um, I mean, everything is just changing. And especially as a young person, I mean, as in middle school and high school and even in college, um, everyone suffers through some type of depression or, or an anxiety. And, and the thing is because they suffer from that from a multitude uh, of reasons. You know that could be because they don't have friends, they don't fit in, uh, they they don't see their self worth, and and it's all based on society. Because you know what society says, you have to look like this and talk like this and dress like this to to fit in and and to be cool, 
but the, and the thing is, you know, some of those and 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 everyone's different. And, and that's what I tell the teens that, you know, you're, you're made a certain way for a reason. And, you know, and especially when, when I talk to guys or, or I talk to girls um, in, in, a, in a conference that, you know, I say you, you are made that way for a reason. Because if you guys were all made the same, if you guys or all you girls would be uh, made the same, same hair color, same eyes, um, and you guys dress the same, how boring would that be? That would be so boring. <laughs> and right. So and and so that's where that that depression comes from you know it it de- and it comes from not knowing who you are you know a lot of teens are trying to find themselves even in college uh i see a lot of kids college kids trying to find themselves still and and it has to do w- with society and how they see themselves yeah i absolutely believe that and so i find that when you do figure out who you are or figure out what your strengths are, or figure out what you have to offer the world, it's easier to get excited about life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's ask, um, uh, what, what, what kinds of things do you tell people who are going through something like this? I mean, you talk about not worrying about what society thinks. What else do you tell them? You know, if, if, if I'm mentoring a, a, a teen uh, if, or, or even a young adult such as a college student, you know, and they're going through some type of, of depression, uh, you know, I always try to tell them, okay, you have to know that, number one, you are worth something and you are made uh, special. You are who you are for a reason. And, and that's, that's where we have to start. That is, that is our foundation, that they have to know that, they, that, one, that their life is worth something, and, two, that they're made for a reason, and and that they're uh, and they and that they have a unique uh, quality uh, and ability of, about them, and so really that's where we start off, and then from there I start building up their their self confidence because self confidence has so much to do with depression and how you see yourself. Because if you don't see yourself as something of worth, then you're not going to mm-hmm. think of yourself as something of worth. You're going to think of yourself as something of of you know low self esteem, you know worthless. Um, non-existent. Yeah, I totally, totally understand. We've got about a minute to the break. So let me ask you, I mean, is it because you are still pretty young that you feel like you relate to kids? I mean, do you feel like that really helps you in your situation? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm 21 years old and, and, and I travel across the nation speaking to teens, which I had no idea that I would be doing this. But being close to age, I can relate to them a lot better, and you know, no disrespect for an older person, but I can relate to them a lot better than than a than a forty or fifty year old can. Mm-hmm. All right, and we are coming up against our next break, and this is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Mike Moreno, and he has written a book. And we are going to continue on this train of thought when we come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. 
This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Saving Solutions innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out of pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Wondering if there's more than a 9 to 5? Do you ever yell out, is this all there is? Then join Alaska Coach Keith's radio show, where we'll focus on transition, career revitalization, and freedom. Keith will discuss tips and tricks for developing and living to our highest potential. It's time we dusted off our dreams and became alive with purpose. Keith will share lessons he's learned from a 20-year study of career engagement, motivation, and personal leadership. He'll interview experts and authors who know both struggle and triumph. You may even get a chance to bring your biggest challenge to the radio for an on-the-spot coaching with Keith. Join Alaska Coach Keith each week. Conceive, believe, achieve. Heard every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central, right here. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Files Radio. My very special guest this week is Mike Moreno, youth speaker and author. So, Mike, tell us again what the name of your book is, and tell us where we can get it. You know, uh, the name I, the name of my book is called How to Survive College Without Starving to Death. And actually, you guys should go ahead and uh, go to my website, AmericasYouthSpeaker.com, and click the Connect Mike tab off to the right hand side, and uh, you know, put your name, phone number, email in there, and you know, say you know, I kind of I want to pre order the book. Uh, the book is the book. It will actually be out at the end of this month, at the be, uh, the end of this month, at the and the beginning of May. So, okay, that's fantastic. All right, yeah. So let's talk about another uh, fairly deep topic that uh, you sure. do speak about. We talked about depression. Side is one of the things that you talk about because that's something that you were exposed to a lot yeah. when you were younger. Yep. Talk to us about that. What do you share with? with kids um, when you speak with them and, and how do you help them through those difficult moments if you have that opportunity? Yeah. So, you know, uh, and, and I, I just want to throw this out here too, that, that when, when I go and talk about suicide, it, it is not a, it, it is not a talk that, that will, 
get the kids down. It's not a talk that will depress the kids because, you know, when people um, hear, hear, hear the word suicide, they think, oh, my gosh, something sad, something tragic. Um, and so my story is tragic, but, but what I do is I, I, I go and talk to the kids and I tell them my story, but at the same time, I give them hope and I give them um, a, a purpose to, to actually live. Mm. And so, um, yeah, and so what, what I do during my talks is, you know, man, we have so much fun at, at these events, man. I cannot tell you how much fun it is hanging out with high schoolers and middle schoolers and, and college students. These kids uh, and, and these young and these young adults are so much fun to hang out with. You know, uh, I usually start out with, you know, w- with a funny story about me, just kind of who I am uh, and, and, and what I do. And uh, and then from there, uh, I, I kind of start making some points in uh, in how I live my life and, and, and the choices that I made that led me up to um, up to suicide, such as my friends passing and uh, you know, going through all these trials and, and tribulations, and, uh, and and then I give them hope. You know, I, I tell them that if, if I can overcome suicide, anyone can, because suicide is a temporary problem to a permanent uh, solution. And you know, uh, so many teens are faced with that each and every day. And and that's the thing. You know, there's not many other speakers out there talking about uh, teen suicide. And yeah. you know. And and it's so so important, and and you know you know bullying's going on too, you know, and there's bullying speakers, uh, and and I think that's great, but the thing yeah. is, you know what, suicide is coming up, um, and and it's a growing, uh, problem, yeah. and and so that's why I do what I do because you know not many people want to talk about suicide, and you know I'm I'm a very open person, and and that's what I realized too, you know we were talking about this earlier, um, earlier, um you know, how, how I can relate to teens better than, you know, a, an older person. And, and that's because, you know, I'm, I'm transparent. I'm very, very transparent because, yeah. because if I don't go up there and tell them that, that I did this and I did this and I did this and, and they can't connect with me and they can't relate to me, how am I going to make an impact on their life saying, Oh my gosh, man, I'm drinking, man. I, I tried cutting myself. I tried doing drugs, you know, and and actually, yeah. I can see that in their faces when I'm talking, when I'm telling them my story and telling them what I did. A lot of them, a lot of them, uh, their eyes open up real big, and I can kind of see that light bulb going on in their head, saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm doing this or I'm doing this." Yeah. And yeah. so, and, and that's the thing, people. You know, people are like, "Why are you airing out your dirty laundry, Mike? Why are you telling people that that you did all this horrible stuff and you you were suicidal? That's such a horrible thing." And uh, you know, I I just kindly say. You know what? If if I don't tell these kids that there's hope, and if I don't show uh, show these kids right. that there's hope, who's gonna who's gonna step up right. on that stage in front in front of thousands of people uh, and thousands of, of of teens, telling them, you know, hey, that you know, what? hey, man, I was suicidal once. I'm guilty of it, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm still here, and you know, you might be going through that. Uh, you might be going through a suicidal phase right now, but the thing is, you know, there's hope, and there's a future, and your life is worth something. Absolutely, because like he said before, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. This too shall pass. Just ride it out, and and it's it's hard. It's it's really hard when you feel like the world is closing in on you. But just like you said, uh, there there is hope. And even like I was saying earlier uh, today, there are so many people around you who love and care about you, and uh, you just need to figure out who those people are. Because yeah. there are people who care. I mean, if you've ever seen It's a Wonderful Life, uh, 
the main character played by Jimmy Stewart was shown what things would be like for his loved ones if he had never lived. And I'll tell you what, there was a huge profound difference in the quality of the lives of these people with him versus without him. And it really showed him, hey, you know what? I really am making a difference after all. So if you've, if you've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, it's on cable TV every Christmas. That scene uh, toward the end of the movie really will make a huge difference and a huge impact. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about something slightly different. Uh, as as a, a motivational speaker, you are Mike, just like I am. Some people you probably realize never really ever go for their dreams. They just sometimes think that they need somebody's permission to go out and do their thing. They feel like they need to conform to what everyone else is doing or risk being ostracized somehow. So what's your feeling on that about um, needing permission to succeed? How do you, how do you talk to somebody who, who feels stuck like that? <laughs> you know, that, that's a great question. Um, man, uh, needing permission, you, you know, let me tell you, those of you who have dreams in life and those of you who have goals in life, um, you don't need anyone's approval. You don't need anyone's permission. You don't need to go and, and ask someone because the thing is all, and, and I found this in, in my life, you know, being 21, I started, I started speaking, uh, when I was 18, 19 years old. And, uh, you know, I didn't ask anyone, uh, but you know, I didn't say, Hey, you know what, can I go speak to these kids and, and ch help change their lives? Heck no. Don't, don't let anyone get, get in the way of your dreams and your hopes and your future. Because I found out because um, like I said, you know, I was eight, 18, 19 years old and people were starting to drag me down. People were saying, you know, people were saying, and this is, this is true. And it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but you know, people were saying, you know what, Mike, what you're doing is stupid. You, you're a speaker, please get out of here. We know you can talk, but the thing is you speaking, please stop it. And, and, you know, people would write me on Facebook, you know, I, I put inspirational stuff up on Facebook and people would always comment on it uh, saying, you know, this is dumb, you're stupid. And, you know, it, it, it got to me. And then I realized something, you know what, I don't care what other people think. And, and, and this is how I live my life. When, when I get an idea or when I want to do a new program or when I want to or when I want to go and speak, I don't ask for anyone's permission. I just go and do it. And I do it with 110 percent. And you know what, if anyone's, and, and if anyone has anything to say, Hey, that's great. That's your opinion. And I learned just to brush that stuff off and, and just keep moving forward. Yeah, that's, that's really great. That's, that's really fantastic. So let's, let's come back to your book for just a second, because I thought sure. of something I want to ask. Your book is about college or helping college students have more money while they're in school, correct? Yes, sir. Great. So let's talk about three or four specific suggestions that you give to people in your book about how they can uh, have more money while they're in college. Because we all know the whole broke college student syndrome. Yeah. How do you bust through that? Give us some steps. You know what? Uh, I you know so in my book there there's some money saving tips. Um, so one uh, one quick thing is you know what uh, I see a lot of college students when I was doing some research and stuff for this book. Um, I actually observed college, college students eating out all the time. So th that's, that's one big thing. You know, if you're a college student, um, don't eat out all the time. Uh, and as I write in my book, you know what, eat out once, once a week, uh, give yourself, a, a reward for doing great on a test or turning a, a homework assignment in and, uh, you know, go out and, and celebrate, eat out once a week. 
and and watch watch your wallet and watch your watch your money um get uh watch watch yourself have more money in college because you're eating out once a week instead of every day you know mm-hmm. and I also tell them cook at home prepare your meals at home you know it'll take you 10 15 minutes and you're going to have more money in, in your pocket so you know there's one way another way is um one chapter it's it's called the rat hole i call it the rat hole because this is what something that my dad taught me in life that uh, I keep twenty-five to to fifty dollars in my wallet, but it's uh, it's in a small pocket where I where I don't see it um, because you know life happens where your debit card is maxed out or where your credit card's not working. And let's say you're out to dinner, uh, you know, as a college student. Let's say you some guy takes this this pretty girl out on on an amazing date, and his credit card doesn't work or his debit card doesn't work. He has a backup plan already. Um, you know, and also too, you know, let's say you get stuck somewhere or you need gas money and your debit card's not working, man, you have 25 to 50 bucks to, to kind of uh, give you a little cushion. Mm. Um, simple, like I said, simple, simple tips. Uh, another one, another one is uh, find, I, I, I tell the college students, um, budget. Look, you know, for one, one to two weeks, Live your life like you normally do. If that means if you eat out every week, okay, eat out every week. Um, if you go get Starbucks every day, go get Starbucks every day, and do that for for one to two weeks. Save all your receipts, and then go back through and total how much money you spent in that one to two weeks. And then it's it's a big eye opener because then it's like, oh my gosh, I spent two hundred dollars this week on mm-hmm. on eating out and and Starbucks. And it's a real eye opener, and then it's really, it's really gonna show, it's gonna show the college students, okay, this is how I need to budget my money. Wow, yeah, you know, it, it does add up really fast. I mean, there have been points in my life where I've created an Excel spreadsheet with all the categories of my expenditures, and I had each day listed on one side and all the categories on the other, and just would start plotting data every day. And I did a sum total at the end, and it really is revealing. If you do that, even even for a month just to see what your patterns are and look at it at a glance and go, okay, I guess I need to do more of this and less of this and, and, and so on. It, it really will reveal uh, yourself to you in terms of how your spending goes. We are at the end of this section, and we are going to come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Mike Moreno. Stay with us for the final segment. Be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now.
Spirituality and wealth. Are you keeping them separate? On the Spiritual and Wealthy Show, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, Deborah Atien Wilson, known as the Intuitive Spiritual and Wealth Coach, enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy, when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show for Deborah's playful, practical bottom line, cutting-edge wisdom to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. What does prosperity mean to you? How do you feel about being wealthy? Deborah's spiritual and wealthy show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously. The Spiritual and Wealthy Show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic, and tell it like it is trademark radio style. Heard every Wednesday here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we are back for our final segment. I cannot believe how quickly the show is going. So, Mike, let's talk a little bit about overcoming adversity. I've had several shows in the past that have dealt with this topic. I love circling back around to this topic every once in a great while. Obviously, you've come from a background where there was a lot of adversity and you had to rise from the ashes. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about how you overcome adversity and what you advise people when you coach or mentor them about that particular subject. Yeah, so, you know, any time a, a student, uh, you know, such as a teen or a college student is going through something rough in life, uh, you know, it's life. We, we all do. And so, you know, if, you know uh, the most popular question I, I get asked is, uh, you know, Mike, how did you overcome these things? How do you overcome adversity? You know, I, I simply say it's a, it's a mindset, and it really is. And, and the thing is, you know, people can say stuff to you, and, and people can, uh, to, you know, People can put you down and situations can, can put you down. But if you don't wake up, uh, if, if you don't wake up saying, you know what, t- today's going to be a better day. Today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take control of my mind instead of my mind taking control over me. Um, you know, that is the best way just to start. It, and, you know, it's just a foot in, in the door because, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't know how to do it. Listen, there's no big test. There's no, um, th- there's no studying to do. It's simple. It's it's a mindset, and that's what you have to have. And you know that's what I had to um, start realizing and start learning how to do is having the right attitude and the right mindset uh, to overcome adversity. You know, I had to say to myself, Mike, you know what? Today's gonna be a better day. You know, you're you're gonna make it, you're you're gonna make it through it. And you know what? I I, I did. And, you know, there's some other steps in it, too, when I'm mentoring a, a teen or a college student, uh, overcoming adversity, you know, but that is that is the foundation to anything is having the right mindset and taking control over your thoughts, uh, because if you don't take control over your thoughts, then your thoughts will lead to actions. Right. 
Exactly. Well, thoughts lead to actions anyway. I think it's just the, the quality of those thoughts that will determine the yeah. quality of the actions that you definitely have. So definitely, definitely on the right track. Yeah, that's absolutely. Really and, and, and that's the thing, you know, and, and that's also what, what I tell them too is, you know, you, you have to start taking control of your thoughts, you, you know, and in all of your bad thoughts or, or whatever you're going through. Um, and, you know, all, all, just like you said, all thoughts lead to actions, whether good or bad. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk about self-esteem because these are all interconnected topics, depression, suicide, self-esteem issues. Uh, what do you, I mean, you do talk to people who, who uh, have, have issues with self-esteem. Even, even adults have issues with self-esteem and feeling worthy and uh, just, just wondering, you know, what their place is in life. How, how do you think, why do you think people do have low self-esteem and how, how do we go about building that up in your you know, I think people have low self-esteem. You know, like I said, it's it's society and it's how people look at them and, and it's how people judge them. Uh, I was actually mentoring a, a high schooler back at my old high school, uh, so I I got to go visit my old stomping grounds and and you know uh, I started. He had really some he had some really bad self-confidence issues, and so what we did is you know we started out finding the problem. Okay, what are you self-conscious about? What do you, you know, what, why don't you like this? Why don't you like that? And then from there, what we did is I helped, uh, I started building him up. Um, you know, and for you adults out there who are listening, uh, same, same thing applies to you. You know, if you want to start building your self-confidence right here, right now, um, start, find out where, where the problems are at. Okay. Find where the holes are in, in your sinking ship. And that, that will lead you to, to say, okay, you know what? I, I'm having a problem with self-image. Um, why, why am I like this? Why do I do this? And the thing is you have to, and, you know, and just like with this kid, uh, that I was working with awesome kid. And, you know, so like I said, we, we sat down, found out the problems. And then from there, um, I, I built him up. I would, I would always give him encouraging words. Um, I would always praise him for everything he did. And that's, and that's one thing I realized too, you need to hang out and you need to be around people who are going to lift you up instead of tear you down. And that goes yes. for college students, teens, and, and, and even adults. Absolutely. I mean, it's all about uh, surrounding yourself with people who are going to inspire you, motivate you, lift you up, and get away from those people that uh, tear you down and make you feel less than all the time. One thing I like to tell people is uh, what you read has an awful lot to do uh, with, with your overall attitude and outlook in life. If you are watching six hours of TV a night and you're watching uh, stuff that doesn't uplift you. And I'm not going to, you know, name specific shows or anything like that, but there's a lot of mindless TV out there. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, TV out there that's designed solely for entertainment and not for instructional purposes. Uh, if, if that is all, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that per se, but if that is all you're filling your brain with, that's the output you're going to get. It's a lot like a, uh, uh, you're like a, your brain is like a computer. What you put in is what you get out. And yep. so I tell people, read inspirational things. I personally love reading uh, Jack Canfield, the, successful, the Success Principles. I love reading just about anything that Brian Tracy has ever written. Um, Joel Osteen, I, I love 
yeah. you know, the positive input that I get while reading Joel Osteen's book because he combines practical experiences and practical knowledge uh, with scriptural and spiritual references. And I think all of that is intertwined and interconnected for sure. So while we're on this subject, Mike, I assume that you also enjoy reading. So let me ask you, do you have a favorite book or a book that you consider to be extremely impactful in your life? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I try to read as, as much as I can. Uh, and, you know, my, my mentor, uh, Brian Fleming, uh, he's, he's a, another speaker as well. He actually sent me a, a book called Go For No. Uh, and this book is really encouraging. It's really, uh, it, it's, a, it's a mindset as well. This book helps you to uh, teach you how to just go for no. You know what? Um, and, you know, just like what we were talking about earlier, you know, just the approval of people, um, not, not settling for no in life. Uh, so I like to read, you know, books that that help me out that I can apply to my life. Take certain principles from the book and apply them to my life. Um, also, I uh, I'm actually almost done with this book. It's called The Million Dollar Speaking. Um, it's just a good book. You know, like I said, I'm 21 years old and I'm I have a business in speaking. And uh, you know, at, at the age of 21, I I'm a I'm a I'm a busy guy. And uh, you know, I like to keep. Uh, on on top of this, I um I try to be as professional as I can, and you know I, I want to grow my business, and so I always try to fill my life with something that's gonna um, help me to grow each and every day. You know I, I tell the teens this too. Um, it's a it's a quote I have, and it's so true. And I tell them, do the things today to be successful for tomorrow, because if you're not doing anything today, nothing's gonna happen tomorrow. You know, that's why I'm always trying to read and uh, prepare more speeches and, and, you know, just practice my speeches just to get better. And and that's the thing. And even in college and, you know, that's even with your self-esteem, you know, just like what we were talking about, you know, uh, and I tell people this too who have self-esteem issues is, um, you know, find something that, that you like to do. So if, if you like to go uh, to the nursing home and help out um, the, the elderly with playing board games or wh- whatever it is, man, go do that every day because that's how build your self-confidence because you're doing something today to be successful for tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you a question. Do you have a big goal going forward? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I have some, some huge goals that, that I set early on in my life. Um, so, you know, I, I plan to be, uh, you know, this is going to be my life is just being a, a professional speaker and just helping people out, uh, helping the, the, the youth of this nation because they are our future. They, they are my future and they are my children's children's future. And so I, I plan just to keep speaking and just to keep sharing my message and, and, and my story uh, just to help kids overcome tragedies. Uh, you know, I, I plan to write many, many more books. Uh, actually, the next book I'm going to write is my personal story on, on how I overcome, uh, on how I overcame, you know, suicide, suicidal thoughts and, and how I lost, you know, multiple friends. And, you know, I actually plan, I was actually talking to a guy on Facebook the other day and I, we're making some plans. I'm not going to reveal too much, but we're making some plans for me to go speak down in South Africa and Australia. Nice. Yeah. That's wonderful. So we are coming near the end of the show. So, Mike, I want to ask one more time, how can someone pre-order your book? Tell us what it's called and where we can uh, reach out to you for that. Now, so, so my book's called How to Survive College Without Starving to Death. And you could go to my, my website, americasyouthspeaker.com, and you could go ahead and click the Contact Mike tab. It'll be up on your right-hand side. And you could go ahead and put your name, phone number, email in there, and, uh, you know, 
say, you know, I want to pre-order the book or, you know, I want you to come and speak at this event, uh, contact me. Uh, and that's probably the easiest way. Fantastic. And the last and most important question that I ask everybody on this show at the very end, who inspires and motivates you? You know, who, that's a great question. And, and you asked me that the other night and I had to sit and think and, you know, I didn't have to think for long and I would have to say my, uh, my, my father, um, you know, he, he's a great man. Uh, he has instilled a lot in me. He has, uh, taught me right from wrong and, you know, he's still teaching me and I'm still learning from him. And, uh, you know, he inspires me because, you know, he, he he's a man of God and, uh, you know, I try to walk how he walks and hopefully someday walk as just as good as, as he does. That's fantastic. I love that answer. Any final thoughts before we end the show, Mike? No, I, I just want to say thank you just for having me on the show. And, you know, if anyone's listening and wants me to have, uh, wants me to speak at their next youth event or their high school or college event, uh, they could, like I said, go ahead and contact me. Uh, at uh, com, or or give me a call at 719-240-0632. Fantastic. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being on the show. And this has been Success Profiles Radio. We are on every month at 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, Eastern here on the radio network. And uh, if you want to reach me, you certainly can. I have a Facebook uh, business page, fan page, called Success Profiles Radio. Feel free to like that page and uh, say hi to me. I'm also on LinkedIn, Brian K. Wright, and I am on Twitter, at Mr. Brian K. Wright. Uh, feel free to reach out to me, and you can find me on Facebook. So that's where you can find me. We are coming up at the end of the show. The podcast, the recording, the download will be available within about an hour or so after the show ends. You can also download and subscribe to the show and listen to any and all episodes that we've done so far at iTunes. Just look up Success Profiles Radio in the search bar. Please subscribe to the show. I would love to have your support. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Once again, this has been Success Profiles Radio. Wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright here on the Rockstar Radio Network.